focus primarily on the audience when you're making stuff like on how people are going to receive it more than like on how you're feeling in the moment when you're making it is it seems like generally when you make stuff your your goal is not really to is i mean not that you don't express things but it seems less about your self-expression and more about um like ensuring that you are communicating something to people that you are you are creating something in them um more uh, i mean it seems more about like how they perceive it than how you are perceived i guess because like i'm used to like this sort of narcissistic notion of the artist i guess generally where it's all about how you're perceived when and you're more interested about just changing how they perceive what's around them like you're more out i'm i'm I feel like I'm explaining this very poorly, but like you're more outward focused, like just trying to keep pushing people further instead of bringing them just back to you somehow. If that makes sense, if anybody else has a better way of explaining that either. That your like a rejection art. of the cult of personality of the artist. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think um, artists are the more free and explorers of logic and meaning that society have because mm -hmm. we in a way are out there like creating all the time logics dissidences and you know ways of doubts that usually when i when i give a workshop or i you know give a conference or something like that uh, and i talk about art or creation because i don't think artists have the like exclusivity of many things um i talk about the creation in a way or the art if you can call it in that way has just a purpose and one of them is to connect the unconnectable and the other mm. is um to see with um, completely different eyes what you always have had in front of you and you know it's it, these kind of things doesn't change your world it changes your your eyes your mm. so so it's something that it's internal and um since is our profession we are the we are responsible to use this time to think and explore really deep inside us uh, these things that connect uh, ourselves with the rest of the people like saying um i understand what you're feeling i understand that you you don't understand I feel it that way because you have to connect with that. You are not talk uh, because you suffer. You know, you 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 are just um, like get crossed with uh, with with the things that you are exploring because you are the filter. At, at the end, what you are going to 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 give is part of you because um, you are not you're a human too you you will grow you will get old you will get sick you will die so it's not that we are that big it's uh, i don't i don't consider 
um, the the act of creation or the act of 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 of, of, of writing or, or of composing or, mm-hmm. or or any kind of 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 the you know the what we call formal arts or informal arts uh, like a privilege or like mm-hmm. a voice uh, of of someone that it's better than than anyone mm-hmm. it's um you know real art uh, it's in a way to connect with all this dark side that we are talking about because you are going to say this we are you're, you're going to say i understand and i will get deeper to understand why this thing is happening and i will try to see it in another way i will try to say to myself why what i'm not seeing here and you are going to create upon the answer to that so at the end at least my philosophy with my works is that i don't um make a, a work if i uh, i'm i'm i don't get cross um um, with it uh, if it doesn't change me because it's a way of learning you know it's um it's something that will 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 really change you and that doesn't mean that you will be wiser that doesn't mean that you will be better that means that you will be just more aware of reality and the more aware you are the most absurd reality so you start to understand all these dissident uh, thinkings and all these um, little details or or all these things that you always have have around you uh, in a different way and the question is what are you going to do with that Mm. you know it's and, and 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 i'm not when I'm saying all this, I'm beyond of, of, of what an artist can understand. I'm talking about philosophy, I'm talking about math, mathematics, I'm talking about economy, I'm talking about politics, I'm talking about psychology, because all these people have been crossed these borders. And I'm, I'm really um, happy to have met all these people also that I have been working with on these projects. That is like this um, new stage. I'm, 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 I'm working those last years that are le- a little less visual and a little more philosophical. And, and the people I have been knowing also suffers the same. You know, it's not that I'm an artist and oh, I suffer just, you know, like uh, <laughs> uh, pray for me or something like that. Is uh, <laughs> that, that all everyone that really wants to touch with the inner self they have will suffer because suffering is a way to feel, you know, the most of 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 what you are and what connects you with the rest of the people. I remember that the most that I saw in, in that way was Fernando Salamea, a mathematician from here from Colombia, uh, a really good one. And he was, he's kind of old, but he's also in a rush of writing and in a rush of researching always, all the time. And, and he told me, you know, to people don't understand, but when when you get to the 
border of of this kind of um, knowledge that people assume they have. They doesn't have anything. They just are like I don't know who were the one who that say that we are just Iceland of certainty in the middle of an ocean of uncertainty. <laughs> and the history of all the human know knowledge is just the connection of that random Icelands uh, across the time and all the things that we haven't discovered yet. So to understand that we are so little in a way um, makes you in a way uh, to to be more aware of what is your job at the end and I work from from there and and I look for for connect with people by connecting um, with me and to talk in a many kind of layers with uh, with all these human emotions I identify with uh, or I connect with because I don't know a lot of things but I simpler ask them do you know that my first uh, airplane travel was to China by the way really? <laughs> it was for a project and I was there and I I was not like this kind of guy that is interested in I was I was not even thinking that I was going to get out of my country because we are like thinking all the time that we have to survive another day and not I mean we are not in the jungle but we are trying at least to work and not to get killed and you know mm -hmm. to get to your home and 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 you know and to to feel complete enough to wake up and make another day of working. So you are not thinking too much about yeah, sci-fi or civilization or whatever people are supposed to be thinking like in, in those days, in these days, um, because you need to pay your bills as many other people, but cultural, um, there is a cultural difference that makes make us less aware of a lot of things. Um, so I was there in China and I was thinking, okay, I have been working with all this kind of stuff. So how can I connect with this context? How can I connect with this kind of people that are literally in the other side of the world? And, you know, I thought, I, I realized that little things, but greatest things in, uh, in uh, the same way like death transcendence are uh, the meaning of your life sounds like something abstract and distant but it's something that every time you wake up all days in your head is just being answered uh, in that moment in a brief half of a second and is that answer that will help you to cross all your day or to give meaning to all your day because at the end you know that what you are doing doesn't have any kind of sense so all these things are always there and i thought that 
connection can be can 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 happen from there. So we are connecting here. I think also in with this kind of with this the same of same questions. I know that is not something that you are going to tell to someone that is maybe next to you in the bus and hey how are you what's the meaning of your life you know but yeah. that is how we talk to people in bars though just us three <laughs> it can actually can be kind of weird sometimes yeah people tell me weird things in bars <laughs> um but it but it's it shakes your world when you think about it it shouldn't have to shake your world it's something that has to be there it, it it if it shakes your world and then uh, you have you have been denying all this side of you so in a way it's something that it has been made by you to you know crush against the floor in a moment so and someone will say, okay, everyone is going there. No, you know, everyone, everyone will crash on, on the floor. Um, because we are always running away from something. That's basically what life is. What is it? <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. um, so it's been about an hour. Does anybody have any, anything else? <laughs> yeah, I have a question. Um, uh, I mean, you... you uh, you, you, you kind of mentioned a lot about like the sort of like the, the duality of the human experience or like, um, you know, there's like this kind of unending contradiction, like between like kind of pain and pleasure and like, you know, you feel alive when you confront your suffering and stuff. And um, one of the things that I was reading about your work was uh, that really struck me as interesting was um, when you were working with uh, the fire theory, I believe. Is that right? And um there was that one project that uh, that you had uh, where it was you organized a uh, like a, a football match between the veterans of the uh, the Salvadorian Civil War. Could you would you mind talking about just kind of like how that came about? That seems like it could have been like very antagonistic among the people who you were organizing it like um, it with. Like how how did that how did that go about? Well, many layers because. Um there are these um, things that you think that happened because mm -hmm. of the things that are just like, facing each other in, in this kind of profiles. Um, there are also these subtle third elements around um, like history, like context, like um, the evolution of the political situation mm -hmm. that is indeed affecting in a straight way um, to this profile. So at the end, uh, this last thing was something that just uh, made more presence in, in this project. Because yes, there was a lot of, um, it, it was, well, the Fire Theory was um, a collective or a project that I founded in 2010 with a really great artist, Salvadorans, that I respect a lot. Uh, I'm not um, in this collective anymore, 
but that's for many different reasons. But uh, we had the opportunity uh, to we were we have been working at that moment with many of the social subjects that really were really important to us uh, because it was part of the exploration of our identity as post-war generation. So we wanted to understand a little more about what um, what happened in that moment beyond the the stories that we have been told or the all these legends or all these myths or all these rumors that just cross the uh, just passed across time and and because it was uh, something civil war in El Salvador was something uh, how how do I put it in word. There were a lot of puppets, if you can say that. Uh, right. With, Manipulated people. Yeah. And at the end, it's not that I'm trying to talk about the puppet master and the puppets themselves. It's, um, you can, you could, you could say that it's the, the aftermath of the puppets mm -hmm. in in that way because uh, they 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 indeed were fighting each other right now they were just neighbors uh, trying to live in peace and of course that happened because of this um amnesty law that happened just a couple of years after the peace agreements in 1992. So it was a little few cases that uh, were just being followed uh, of, 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 of this uh, level of uh, crimes of, 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 of human nature. So the rest of the people just had to um, embrace that they, they they were not enemies anymore but the the finish the, the just the limit of the war was kind of just radical the, the, the there was not too much uh, how do you say it like when you are putting back to people to society trying integration to, reintegration so Mm. Uh, the reintegration. There was no like psychological treatments of any kind. There oh, was okay. no. They were just time. like okay. The you know what is finished. So yeah. everyone just. So they still have all this like, animosity that they're internalizing for like their neighbors and stuff. That's e exactly. Huh. So they wow. were like making all this uh, psychological process, and the one that really survived this process because a lot of people just got. Uh, you know, lost their minds. Right. Uh, Were they like geographically separated at all? Like in America, we had the Civil War. And no, these are like, you said neighbors, like they're literally like, like yeah. in neighborhoods next to each other. Yeah. Like uh, crossing the street. You know, it's, it was, we, we are a, a, a 6 million of people country and with 21,000 kilometers 
so you can cross my yeah. country. We, we are the the, the 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 smaller country in Latin America. You can cross my country in five hours, in the longest side. <laughs> so, oh my so so yeah, a, a civil war of twelve years happening there. It was completely supported by people. So yeah, it was everything about people, and at the end was also people like trying to put themselves together and trying to commune with each other. Uh, what at the end of the war happened? We we of course we made we were making this project was an, a, a simple action that we were we we had the the help of of many uh, um organizations like no no non-government organizations that were really uh, caretaking about human rights and all and, and all this stuff mm. uh, and they were helping us but at the end the these people by themselves were living in peace so of course we we made the we made the the football game was something very peaceful was something indeed that used put the, these people together because we mixed them. We we were not looking to put them to fight again because it was okay. something that happened. We they, they were next to each other. Like most of them um, starting to talk with each other again mm-hmm. with some, some fear, but at the end, everything was really quiet and and in a way, um, there was a lot of caring to each other. And I, like I was saying, the thing was not that. The thing was that uh, when we made this project, we realized that that these people really had a a, a, a big fight, uh, you know. A, 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 with with all this process and and they were they gave too much for ideological uh, desires for ideological uh, you know hopes and 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 at the end they they were just really questioning themselves why for why for uh, because the 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 country was the same the generation was dying one by one they were forgotten uh, the the people that was leading them was part of go- the government and uh, at that time and they were just like the same Right now, indeed, is the same in, in in my country, and and they were asking themselves, why did I give the most important part of my life to this thing? All my my all my my friends are dying. Um, I have no family anymore. I'm dying too. I cannot do any kind of anything right now to to change what is happening i couldn't change the things that that were were happening and i don't know why and and that 
that was shocking because at the end you you don't expect that something so important in a way is something that is lost and this tragedy is invisible is um it's very personal for each one of them but they fought so i could have a better life as in a way i'm doing everything i'm doing also for it's supposed to right now to to to, mm. to to for the next generation to to have something better but it's not but it's not everything is worse in the yeah. and so in that in that sense if they were fighting or if they were playing each other in that time was not important because it was it was not about that fight between them anymore they were just something that was used and was just thrown away and and nobody cares so with that information with that new information we just finished the project in a way kind of um you know with this burden of emotions uh, most of them were not positive and we started to to work with a little more of 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 passion trying to understand what was happening and we started to relate with more more organizations and and i think that defined in a way the um, the path of each one of us i connected with a lot of things after that um, but at the same time we were we were working with four teams we were working with uh, migration we were working with post-war we were working with violence and we were working with and it's that is a whole different um subject but as big as the other ones um the pre-hispanical identity that was completely smashed in 1932 um by by the 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 um, dictatorship that we we have uh like 75 years of um di dictatorships yeah um so that also eroded a lot of a lot of things in in my country and and yeah we made this project uh, at the end same thing as always it was in the central american biennale it has been in this museum in that museum oh these people is working with that kind of stuff oh how how <laughs> how professional are they and all the stuff but i was kind of disappointed at the end of all these things because how is it possible that only a few people are really because that's that's the main reason we are doing all this kind of stuff with our our own context. We are trying to understand. Mm. I think work of of art, at, at least for me, is always this process of trying to understand. You get deeper, you dig deeper, uh, and and you get uh, the things more intense, and you give more passion because you want to understand, you want to feel, you want to make sense of what is happening. 
And, and I think it's kind of illogical that nobody else is doing that, at, at least not in a simpler way. Because, you know, there is a lot of consequences that really, really screams that things are not right. And that is not um, the, 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 the duty of, of an artist only. It's the duty of many people, not only to create legal processes, to repair, is not only to create um, uh, justice, not only to create uh, better conditions of life. It's about to understand because when you understand, you're able to decide how the things are going to change and how the paths are going to be different. You can um, break the, the loop. So uh, it's not happening. We are still in the same loop and we are not strong enough to change it, even if our country is so small. And and in that in that game, in that soccer game, we we saw that in in all these people that really fought twelve years to change the things, but they still didn't understand what happened. I appreciate you calling it soccer for us stupid Americans, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, thank you for talking. I know. Brandon, um, before this, was saying that he wished he had more time to uh, dig more into the history of a lot of stuff you were doing. So, I mean, if you want, if you would be willing to come back at some point, I'm sure there's another hour and a half of stuff we, we could. Would love I would, yeah, we'd love that. I actually, um, you were talking about how like um, metal music is kind of like being used in uh, El Salvador mm. as sort of like as a way to kind of like process the violence that they're experiencing, and like I would love to just like kind of hear an introduction about like kind of the history of like salvadorian metal and stuff because like, you you make you, you make metal music as well right we, i've heard some i think i heard some of it as karma theater oh thank you yeah so like yeah, it, it, it Iliana, be, yeah. like we would love to like actually just hear more about that stuff as well so yeah there's a lot we didn't get to ask you unfortunately sorry no it's okay I, uh, indeed i i i i I did have no expectation, not in a bad, not, not in a bad way. I was just like, <laughs> you know, it's Elena. <laughs> we hope uh, for no expectation. That's yeah, that's the best we can hope for. I really, I really hope I, I'm, I'm not like being too much invasive with the, uh, because we have been all talking about me which i don't mind but uh, i i was i i don't know if it, it, it was the purpose um but but what i have realized here is also that i like to talk with you yes i i would i would love to keep on talking not necessarily in the podcast um, um sure. oh, awesome. i yeah. followed you on instagram fantastic yeah Brent. oh you're on instagram i didn't even know <laughs> well, I don't know if it's it. It almost looked like a like. Is that you on Instagram that I followed you? Is How it is like it? Ernesto work? <laughs> it's not updated very much. Bautista work? Hold on, let me see what I just followed. Maybe it's just <laughs> yeah. I think it's that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. and it's okay. Well, metal. Uh, I think it will be. Uh, I, I could talk a little about my screenplay of Anthem, you know, um, because I, I'm talking about 
three groups there. Mm, okay. And and I think that's that is part of of what happened when all this violence started is from like a, like a heritage from civil war. Uh, do you know how Maras was supposed to be created and at the end ended up in El Salvador? It was they, they were exiled in in the middle of civil war and all these families that just got to Los Angeles started to create and evolved with these gangs in there. But after the civil war was done, uh, then the United States just throw it away to all these people and of course, of course. So and gangs was, was just started yeah. to flourish inside uh, el salvador but the thing is that why they flourish because uh, there were so many bro- many broken families because mm-hmm. of the violence and because uh, you know many that di- many many people died of everyone has uh, like a like an uncle or like a um, grandfather or or, or or story of war there if you are the previous generation mm. so the the families were just broken and these gangs were like a substitute of families okay. so yeah. they were yeah. small at, like at in the inner beginning. cities here too mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the jolt re- uh, really was embracing them to as a family, and they were uh, feeling protected uh, with with that they were child. So they they, they were just uh, young women and men. So so that that was um, the beginning of gangster in Salvador. Of course, it started to evolve. There was there, there were after that like a second generation, and it was in a way um, it was evolving because of the political situation. Uh, it's kind of complicated to to to, but. But at the end, also, it's a pattern that I think you understand about yeah. how political things happen, you know, left, right. And, but I'm not, I was not talking about that moment. I, I'm talking about the moment that w- w- when these gangs started to, to, to being set up in, in, in the country, uh, there was three kind of groups the the gangs that was starting to to take to take in and and, and to protect these territories mm. also there were these citizens concerned about um the security and you know this kind of stuff that at the end uh, makes people think that they can take justice by hands and you know start killing people in an anonymous way and and that was the squads of death at the time, and they started to kill um, also political objectives, but also that there was a lot of human extermination to this kind of um, ex-combatants also. Mm-hmm. That was not with any kind of work at that moment, and violence was a part of 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 jolt of the generation of the new new generation so it was a good moment to 
to focus that rage in another kind of stuff. Metal started to uh, like just in the verge of the peace agreements and started uh, in, in the 90s after to, 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 with the post-generation, uh, post-war generation. And, and it was something that allowed you to connect with your, with, with that brutal energy that you have. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and that allowed you to make something with it. So many of the groups that were, were there at that moment started to move a lot of, of, of young people that feeling really uh, related with the lyrics and with the music. And that's why also the, the, the genres of El Salvador are mostly dead, black, trash that are really aggressive yeah. yeah. Mm. Because because they, they, they are representing indeed all this kind of violence, really being useful, making it part of an everyday life, and at the end, um not hurting anyone. Yeah. Well, just in a mosh pit, but it's supposed <laughs> to be like that. Yeah. They're redirecting that brutality into, into exactly into, that's, yeah. and 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 it then it just was created a community very strong i think is the most strong community and the most uh, coercive community in el salvador mm -hmm. uh, that um that still still remains until 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 now like stronger than ever and uh, and i and i belong to that community <laughs> because mm -hmm. i was raised with that kind of, of feelings with that kind of, of things. And, and the funny thing is that when you really meet all these kind of people, they are very sweet. They are, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, they are, yeah, they are very calm. They are like very clever. They um, let it all out on the stage already. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. They, they were, I'm sorry that I don't know metal people as much as Brandon and Rob do, but there was like a really <laughs> famous metal lead singer who's gone viral on Instagram because he always gets the animals out of the claw machine. He like collects them. Corpse <laughs> grinder? You talking about Corpse Grinder from Cannibal Corpse? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. He's a big I, yeah. My Little Pony fan. <laughs> do, do the El Salvador bands do they only play in El Salvador or do they have any sort of following outside of there do you know it's kind of strange that the the metal the metal community and the metal bands of El Salvador are kind of unknown of the rest of of, of the continent and the world you know do you I, have um uh just just uh, just very quickly uh do you have like like three bands you'd want to recommend if like somebody wanted to know like what Salvador right metal is away like. yeah Araña Dreamlord say it say it again Araña Dreamlord can you uh -huh. Dreamlord but too <laughs> and Cabra Khan but oh, Ian Bale also is good and Renegado and you know for the movie I'm told uh, I'm working with seven seven bands that nice. I really respect a lot, and they compute they, they're comp comp composing music for the movie. Wow. Uh, so uh, I'm really happy to 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 have this opportunity to work with them in that way. Uh, I sing myself that metal, but uh, that is kind of 
um, completely, you know, um, a part of my work. And so I'm, I'm, I'm composing with, with, with these bands and they are getting inspired by the screenplay, but at the same time, they will be part of it. Um, and yeah. Uh, if you check the the, the, the music, uh, you will find out that it's kind of aggressive uh, with a lot of energy mm -hmm. and the lyrics also are kind of um, among between social and, and philosophical. And but, but, but all of them are completely aware that what they are doing, is because they need to do it, not because they are going to live uh, of that or they, they yeah. are going to be famous or something. So it's quite a pure it's almost like therapeutic. act of love. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Have you thought about doing a documentary about the metal scene there to try and like bring some exposure to them? I I want to. I want to do yeah. it. I, I, I indeed I have like two movies more uh, for the metal scene in there and another documentary but you know a documentary really um needs a lot of of research and 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 there is a lot of things happening in el salvador right now and indeed the metal um but the metal heads from el salvador are the most exposed uh many of my friends were you know that we are in 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 this kind of we have like 12 more no I think 11 months right now, so far of the Estado de Excepción, I think it's a, a exception state. Mm. It's this, like this um, law in the government when they are allowed to take anyone, they, uh, you know, anyone just because and oh. put him in jail. And of course they are, going against the gangs but they are taking anyone who is uh, you know, who, who they see with tattoos or oh i heard about that so. yeah. and right now they have got like 50 or 60,000 uh, wow people most of them young um, into jail with no reason and so uh, of course the most of these people is uh, are metalheads, right? So, so they're actually being profiled by the government because of the way they work. For, exactly. Like, wow. So it's kind of complicated right now yeah. to being, but in, at the same time, the, the 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 bands are stronger than ever. The fourth of March is going to be the Salvador Metal Fest, and I really will be we would like to be there because it's like this celebration of metal that is really happening with local bands and and and, and it's really strong and and, and i love it because, because awesome. uh, the, the, there is the, the, there is part of 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 the resistance of of, what, of of all the things that are happening yeah. and and i really want to 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 show that with with the things that um the, the the projects that are that are, are are upcoming right now uh and of course i want to make a, a documentary about metal but um i think it will it will be maybe mm, next year or or when i 
when I get there with the producer to to make the scouting and all the stuff to 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 shoot the movie. But but yeah, so 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 yeah, like I said, it's kind of kind of strange the the the, the situation of being an artist in the middle of all this stuff because at the end i think it reminds you the most of what humanity is of why you want to understand stuff and of course if you are a father and you have like this consciousness of that you will die and you know all the people you know it's going to die and that things are not good and that we are not first world and indeed that we are really surrounded but a lot of limits and <clears throat> and but do you want to live with passion even if you don't understand why and you want to pour on and the only thing that you know is that you really want to pour on because your life is something that you're going to lose and you want to feel alive and how do you feel alive and surrounded by all this kind of stuff right so mm, what you create is at the end meaning mm-hmm. as a human being and i just i just try to um, make company to people when when we are doing that so um, am I being too tragic with all the things that I have <laughs> no, been no, saying? No, 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 not hear, with us at least, should, yeah, we're... Oh my god, you should hear the shit they say or send me, you should be in our group chats, like... <laughs> we're all, we're, we're tragic people, so, so yeah, you're, 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 if anything, you're right at home. <laughs> um, is, there, is there anything else we want to talk about? Because I figure like another 10-15 minutes, I can just cut this into two episodes already. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, there's there's a lot that I, I I feel like we probably can't cram into the next 10 minutes. Yeah, so, I have yeah, to we'll hop have to, off. We'll ha- yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to hop off um, and, like, take care of stuff around the house. I've been so busy with my new job that I, like, literally went from... I did... I went from working to... I helped a little with dinner, ate dinner, uh, did yoga... And then prep for this interview. Nice. So Shit, I gotta make dinner. I, I I'm at Vanessa's right now, so I gotta make us dinner. Oh, I just ate tortilla but, chips. I gave up on dinner tonight. There you go. This is <laughs> they they brought me one cookies and cream Oreo, but then they also brought me my favorite flaming hot uh cooler ranch Doritos, which cool. like I don't eat these I don't eat and, this shit very much. So And you ate it's, your dessert first? <laughs> Shame. I know. Shame. No, that's uh-huh. that is a that that's that is an amazing chip flavor. But, but so yeah, I, I would love to. There's so much more I would love to just talk about for another episode. Honestly. Oh yeah, you're you're now a designated friend of the podcast for sure. <laughs> um, you're you sucked up into the polycule. And you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if I ever told you the podcast we call it a platonic polyamory, uh, which is mostly just a joke, but um. <laughs> Because it's just we were it's it, it's it's a it's a way to say friends. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. Because we were talking about because I'm polyamorous, so I belong to where they have lots of like subculture like words, and they come up with all new concepts all the time of like they're trying to have a new identity and new trying to have a new style of relationship, just new labels for themselves all the time. And Mine's somebody came ambivalent. up, and so they came up with something called platonic polyamory, which is you know 
you know, polyamory without any of the sex or the romance. So it's just <laughs> friendship. <laughs> yeah. Well, polyamory can can involve a lot of a lot of stuff. I mean, when you have uh, a connection, I don't know what's the word in English, but we in Spanish is vinculo with uh, someone. It doesn't have to be like sexo, sexo, sexual affective uh, yeah. or even uh, it can also be platonic. I mean, it's it, it can it can include a lot of things at the end. It depends how people understand with each other which uh, which i think it's the it's the way people indeed should yeah. reflect about the their human connection with anyone sure yeah. but but you know that's that, that is not what happened <laughs> and in another way also there is the, uh, these questions that if these kind of structures of this kind of dissidences or this kind of um uh, reflections or conflicts are a privilege of class i mean yeah. i'm not trying to, uh, because no. I, i i really embrace that kind of things but i when uh, at least when i when i was in mexico I was having all this process with all these um, people that were searching for these missing girls, and the government didn't didn't uh, like uh, hear anything from them, and all it was fault of the Mexican men because it was of the patriarchy, and and at the end it was something very simple, stupidly simple to change, but it's so deep that is. The, that even is simple is, is is not something that is going to change and at the same time i was working with migrants from central america and of course i couldn't say to any one of them that about any kind of advice uh, of deconstruction or the think about another kind of stuff when they were just trying to avoid being killed from the right a lot of people that were trying to 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 not make happen the 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 you know this this um um you know the, this uh way to to the united states they have so you know i was just making that question since i feel in the middle of 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 of, of part of them and, yeah. and and of course i i'm i'm up to 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 think that we should rethink and reimagine the way we relate with each other in general and also the way we relate with ourselves that mm -hmm. that is another thing that it's part of it but at the same That's time what I'm working on right now <laughs> but in the other side is all these people trying to survive so it's kind of yeah i can imagine the exasperation uh, uh, if you're just coming uh, to them like talk about polyamory or like i'm I'm in the middle of a situation here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find somebody. What the fuck are you trying to sell me on right now? No, it's yeah. a bridge. That it's a, a big question. At the end, yeah. I think that for now the only answer is that um, what we decide for our lives and we understand that is happening in the world is completely different, and and we can act upon what uh, the change we want, the, the changes we want for ourselves. But um, 
it can also commune with no problem with or understanding of all these things that are not um it just just doesn't doesn't match doesn't make sense and yeah. we can build what whatever we do upon that kind of questions and and that 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 you know not, not like like stories and storytelling are a simulation of to answer that kind of of, of questions so i think it's, it's it's interesting to understand how that kind of things happens sci-fi also um I, I think more beautiful is more beautiful and it's a most honest and coherent way of life to think of all these dissonances like part of or way to connect because each one is different and the object uh, the, the needs of everyone is different and I think it's beautiful to understand that a way to connect to each other is to try to recognize to understand and upon that to love each other so oh that all that speaks to me in my like very like romanticized uh way of thinking in not just romance but all of humanity and that's a beautiful way to end on yeah Yeah. (laughs) i have to hop off i'm so sorry but it was great talking to you and uh i will ask rob for your whatsapp and i will download whatsapp (laughs) 